sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, everybody. It's Erica and I'm the queen of teen. Uh, you've landed on Teen Sports Radio. Thank you. If you're joining us on AM, thank you on FM and of course, Eternity Ready Radio. We appreciate all of you. Um, I like to look at on SoundCloud and I see Brussels, Belgium and Buffalo. I like that. I know Buffalo's in this country, but <laughs> this is nice. So um, it's great. This is all the uh, I believe a lot of it has to do with the internet and the fact that eternity ready radio is uh broadcasted in 20 different countries which is just beautiful stuff and uh in the house today really excited we've got christine how you doing christine marie i'm good i'm here nice like adele latrell is here today how you doing adele doing well thank you happy to be here great stephanie forrester how you doing stephanie Great. Happy to be here also. It's a there beautiful day. There you go. Dominique Hackett's got a hooga a little bit. Hello, hello. Good morning. Nice. And Christine, you brought a guest. Who did you bring? I brought Fayan Wooten Raya, who works with the Department of Behavioral Wellness in the new in a new role of um, prevention and early intervention healthcare program coordinator for the MHSA team. So she's here to talk to us about a lot of the the um, prevention and early intervention things um, connecting out with the community. Say hi to everybody, Fayan. <laughs> hi, everyone. Thank you for having me today. I'm really looking forward to being here with all of you. Well, super sweet. Well, it's perfect timing, right? Because May is what, Stephanie? May is what kind of month? We've got... It is Mental Health Awareness Month for May. Ooh. All right. So we're going to be doing a lot of mental illness. Hellness. Hellness. That's what we need. And, and drug. We need wellness. And and ooh, what you'll ooh. see all around town and all, all around places, hopefully, is lighting up green for mental health awareness. So mm-hmm. lime green is the color for mental mm-hmm. health awareness. And a lot of the buildings all around town um, and, and all around the county and hopefully all around the country are lighting up green um, and, and, and putting up signs for mental health awareness. Nice. I love it. All right. Let's get to it. We're in the home stretch right now in all of our high schools. We've got Santa Barbara DP. Bishop and San Marcos. Let's get to it. Senior class president coming up in this next coming year. DP High School charges Valeria Romo. What's going on? Thanks, Erica. And hey, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo, back with this week's Charger Recap. Starting off with boys volleyball, they played against Redondo Union in their second round of CIF playoffs. Unfortunately, the Chargers lost with the final score of 3-2. Then Girls Across also had a huge CIF game against Oakland. Unfortunately, the Chargers lost with the final score of 12-11. Despite the loss, senior Avery Ball had an incredible performance. She scored six goals and had six draw controls. Girls Across ends their season with a 10-7 record. Moving on to boys baseball, they had a CIF wildcard game against Moore Park. The final score was 6-0. Unfortunately, the Chargers lost. 
Boys baseball ends their season with a 6-14 record. And finally, Boys Lacrosse had their first round of CIF Division II Southern Section playoffs against Paloma Valley. This is the first appearance of DP Boys Lacrosse in the CIF playoffs. The Chargers won the game with a final score of 18-2. The offense was led by twins Dan and Jack Finneran, who both scored three goals, and Cairo Rios, who also scored three. And finally, for this week's shout-out, I want to give a huge shout-out to all the athletes of DP. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria Tiburcio-Romo, and I'll see y'all next week. Thank you, Valeria. Okay, senior Sean Walters, Bishop Diego High School. Sean. Thank you, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters coming to you live on another day in Santa Barbara. Kicking us off with a big congratulations to our swim team for traveling down to Riverside last Tuesday and doing so well that they advanced to Saturday CIF finals after a great performance. Due to their amazing performance, our 4 times 50 boys relay ta- team was able to win the consolation championship race, which was good enough for 10th place and all swimmers getting new personal records. Noah Peterson and Capri Aquispis both swam so well in their individual events that they got 17th and 18th place respectively. A massive shout out to our swim team, that is just incredible guys. Another week of great things for Bishop as sophomore Dominic DeRosa hit a hole in one on the second hole at the Santa Barbara Municipal Golf Course on day one of the Tri-Valley League Finals. That is such a big deal and no one else has done that in the history of Bishop. Well everyone, that is all and concludes this week's Bishop Sports Recap. Thank you so much for listening, and please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walter signing off. Thank you, Sean. He's going to be starting up with here, Dr. D, here real soon. Thank you so much, Dr. D. You're very oh, welcome. Offering, Any offering yeah. yeah. We have yeah. so many teams that have entered into broadcasting, and I'm so thankful uh, to you and to Les and to just the whole opportunity of having this show to support our kids in that way. Um, what an experience. What a journey for a lot of them. It's what needs to be done. It's the way it is supposed to be done. You're supposed to pay it forward, pass it on. <laughs> and I don't want to retain all of this. I want to pass it on so I can move on to other stuff. There you go. <laughs> No, it's, it's, you know, your time is, that's the thing that we all have. And yeah. to as generous as you are for all these last 13 years with all of the commercials that you've uh, on two stations now, 88 minutes a week, we donate back yeah. to the community, over 28,000 minutes yeah. for the last 13 yeah. years. That's all on you, Dr. D. Thank you. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, we love you. You're like my brother. You know that. I do. All right. Let's get to the, we got a royal duet. We got San Marcos High School, Ambrose Partee, Sammy Schaefer. What's happening? Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy and Ambrose here with your weekly sports update. Congrats to Mason Rice from volleyball and Taylor Steelman from swimming for winning roundtable athletes of the week. Starting off with volleyball, our boys swept Canyon 25-23, 25-21, and 25-17 in a playoff match last Saturday. Junior outside Jack Wilson led the Royals with 16 kills on a .5 hitting percentage, and Mason Rice put away 12 kills on the outside, Luke Walker had 11 kills on a .529 average at the opposite position, and committal Kyle Foley hit with a .75 with 6 kills. 
And last Wednesday, our boys played Servite in a quarterfinal match, beating them in four games with scores of 23-25, 25-19, 25-18, and 25-19. Fully got it going in the second set with the block of a free ball that gave the Royals a 9-8 lead. They never trailed again in the set and fully finished it with two kills and a combo block for, with Mason Rice. He crushed four kills to spark the Royals to his 10-6 lead in the third set and recorded a solo block for the 22-14 advantage. In the fourth set, the senior who was headed to Hunter College in New York City went off for a solo block, a straight-down spike, and another block to put the Royals ahead 14-9. Senior Hanson Streeter spread the ball around beautifully to create scoring opportunities for his teammates. Wilson had 11 kills and a hit, Walker put away 10 kills, and Rice added 9 kills. The Royals hit .344 as a team and had 14 total blocks against Servite. Moving on to tennis, our boys beat Miracosta 12-6 in the first round of the CIF-SS Division I Boys Tennis Playoffs at home. The Royals' number one singles player, Matthew Chung, swept his sets 6-1, 6-2, and 6-3, as did Carter Cottage at number three singles 6-2, 7-5, and 6-3, and Jed Greenwald won the two sets he played 6-4 and 6-4. In doubles, Joey and Charlie Friedman continued their winning streak for the Channel League champs, sweeping 6-0, 6-4, and 6-2. Great job, boys! Now moving on to baseball, our boys beat California High 12-1 in a first-round CIF-SS Division III baseball playoff game last Thursday at Joe Mueller Field. Senior Cole Schoenmetter hit a bases-loaded triple in the second inning to extend San Marcos's lead to 5-0 against the team from Whittier. On the mound, Schoenwetter pitched 4.2 innings, allowing two hits and a walk while striking out seven. Caden Houdina continued his hot hitting in the second inning with an opposite field double that hit the fences on the bounce. Houdina went two for three and walked twice. Brad Chicago produced a big hit in the third inning, poking a ball up in the middle for two RBIs to make an 11-0 game. San Marcos added one more run in the sixth inning on a Hodita RBI single. Eric Perez relieved Schoenwetter in the fifth and pitched 1.1 innings. He allowed one earned run and struck out two. Jared Orlando closed the door on the Condors, picking up a strikeout in the top of the seventh. Good luck to our boys on their second round match against the Heats. And this week we want to give our shout out to Kyle Foley for a great performance against Servite last Wednesday. That's what we have for you this week. Back to you, Erica. Brilliant. God, these kids are so good. I'm so excited. We got such a powerful show this week. Stay tuned for more. Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2-22-22, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. And I have a quick Kuga story to share this morning. Um, kind of sets the stage for some of our conversations. So when we talk about Huga, we're really talking about 
comfortable conviviality. That's one way to describe it. So it's all the things in our life that we do that help us restore our energy, make us comfortable. Think of it as things that give us a warm hug, uh, a sensation of drinking a hot cup of cocoa, that kind of sensation. We're creating those kind of moments in our life so that our body gets to relax and rejuvenate, makes learning easier, makes forming uh, teams and friendships just really beautiful. So a story that I'd like to share, it's an old Aesop story, and it, it has to do with uh, how we interact with one another. So there was an argument between the north wind and the sun. And the north wind was saying, you know, I'm way more powerful than you are. And the sun was saying, no, I'm the strongest. I'm way more powerful than you are. So then the sun said, well, you know, let, in order to figure out who's the strongest, uh, see that man down there on the road? He's got a jacket on. Whoever can get that jacket off of him will win the bet of who's the strongest. And so the north wind said, no problem. And so the north wind went first. And the north wind blew and blew. And at first, the, the blowing of the wind, the man grabbed his jacket and held it around him tighter. And the harder the wind blew, the more the man held on to the jacket and just held it tighter and tighter around him. So then the sun said, well, yeah, you, didn't, you didn't succeed. Now it's my turn. So then the sun shone. And at first, it was gentle. And the man got comfortable. And then uh, the man, as the sun kept shining, the man started getting warm and warmer. And so as the man got really warm, he took off his jacket. Not only did he take off his jacket, but he went and found the shade of a tree and he laid the jacket down and he laid down on the jacket to take a nap. So in that test of strength, the wind and the sun decided that the wind won. I mean, the, the sun won. The wind didn't win. And so the, the uh, moral to the story or the teaching lesson of the story is it was really about that blustery blow or an act of kindness. Which one is stronger? And it may be that when we look at our life and our interactions with others, that our acts of kindness actually have a stronger effect on the people around us and also on ourselves. And so I thought that was very appropriate as a Huga story, because when you look at the end of your day, review your acts of kindness and just watch how your acts of kindness are affecting the world. I and that's my Huga that. tale. That's I, nice. I really like that a lot. Because this month, it's, it's a difficult month for a lot of people to address because of the issues that the communities and basically nation, the nationwide, we have a nationwide crisis going on right now. And I don't know if it's a, a shift at and maybe modernizing something existing. And I think we're all on the same page because we all love kids. So we're talking we about all, mental health, right? Correct. It's it's and and there's so many people doing so many great things 
Um, and that's why I'm so thankful that uh, Fayan is here with us from the county. So Faye, Fayan, I don't know. I shouldn't just shop your name. Faye works. That was rude. <laughs> No, you sorry about that. That's horrible. <laughs> hey, Faye, do people do that or no? I don't know. No, probably nobody did it but me. So I am so sorry about that. So, um, why don't you say as far as what you are, um, uh, what the things that you're doing right now in the in the county? Yes, absolutely. And um, I just thank you all, too, for bringing up the conversation and discussion of mental health, because like you said, it's so important, but it seems like our country is in a state of crisis. And so something that what um, prevention and early intervention really focuses on um, within our place of work are there's different sectors of prevention and early intervention, and they include outreach for increasing recognition of early signs of mental illness. We have prevention programs, early intervention programs, access and linkages to treatment, suicide prevention programs, and stigma and discrimination reduction programs. And so I, within my short time in this role, we've actually um, revamped and um, started 10 new different programs that we have in place. And specifically, um, the ones that I think are near and dear to all of us here are those specific ones relating to youth. Nice. Well, Stephanie, do you want to you want to throw out you know your some some imports that you have because you've been you know you're in this. You lost your son a year ago, uh, February twenty second, twenty two. He was twenty two years old. You're doing. Um, things in the community and you're trying to address issues that need to be looked at what what say you well okay so when we talk about all these different programs is it all because i know that santa barbara <clears throat> county behavioral wellness has you know they're part of when you, when you go to get help, Kata goes through you guys. It all goes through the one access line. Is that is that correct? In Santa Maria, Lompoc, um, Santa Barbara, it's it's kind of the 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 center all for the umbrella for all the other entities. Is is that correct? Correct. We have our access line, but then, yes, our system of care will contract with certain other providers, like you said, um, CADA and FSA. Programs yeah, like and um, and uh, uh, what's the one? That I, the project? Oh, gosh, come on. Which I really like. Uh, oh, Project Recovery. The project mm -hmm. recovery, they have an inpatient and an outpatient program. And it seems like everything gets funneled with your one access line. And then the direction seems to go to what what entity or what work level of help after they've done their intake. Correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. You're spot on. <laughs> okay. Maybe so, uh, after we take a break. We could go through how is it that a teen experiences help from, you know, like maybe project recovery? What will what will happen for them? So they have a sense of, OK, when I get involved, this is what I'm going to experience. All right. Well, Leah, I can tell you, I can right. tell you firsthand, I mean, from being uh, with somebody. Well, 
I got you. So let's do this because he was giving us a smush sign. And we said, Dr. D, let's do this. Let's just stay here, everybody. We've got a lot of show. We'll be back with more. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And um, I brought with me Faye Ann Wooten Raya today from the Department of Behavior Wellness, the Prevention and Early Intervention Healthcare Program Coordinator. Please tell us more, Faye Ann. What a mouthful of a title. <laughs> um, yes, uh, thank you again for having me. And something I would love to discuss with you all today is a program that we have in place that will be um, hopefully beginning next school year. And that is our countywide youth council, um, which is partnered with our behavioral health linkages team as well. So what this entails, uh, the countywide youth council will be made up of students from all over the county from different high schools. Uh, myself and possibly a few other staff members from behavioral wellness will coordinate meetings with these uh, teenagers and discuss main issues that they're all having within their high schools and um, out outcomes that they'd like to um, have in place and uh, more so of a support systems within the high schools and how we can assist with that. And then of course, um, they can bring back our collaboration ideas and strategies mm -hmm. back to their campuses um, to hopefully open up the conversation of mental health. And um, with that, the behavioral health linkages team is the same version, but with staff members, um, whether it's therapists, doctors, teachers, counselors, we have currently been meeting um, all together uh, monthly. And that has, we, it, it's provided a, um, a lot of insight for all of us because we get to come together with all of our different backgrounds. So with seeing the success of that, we uh, want to be able to implement that with all of our students because although students are all in high school, um, each high school has different struggles and um, issues going on that maybe another high school doesn't see. And so to be able to discuss that and come together, they'll realize, wait, we actually do have the same issues. It's it's not just us. So that's something we're looking forward to and I think is a very um, positive way to break down the stigma and discussion of mental health. Oh, that's brilliant. That's fantastic. Stephanie. I was so impressed. I actually, uh, Melissa, who's um, the educational wellness department, she sent me um, one of the shows and I 
was fascinated at the round at the at the group of kids that all got together and just spoke internally about their experience and what they're going through and it was just it was really nice to see kids collaborate on mm-hmm. something that that they know about and there it was just them so that's in in part of the programs that you're doing so I, I like I, I look part. at I, I look at mental wellness is like a, if we're looking like at a tree and the you know you have all these branches that have to go off the mental wellness and the thing that's that I feel that I you know talk to my friends and I've always worked with at risk kids coached for twenty eight years is and what you're doing is great we're laying a foundation for kids and dispensing the information kids to kids because it's their peer yep. group brilliant i love it okay i think that's grand the the problem and i think the disconnect and this is what stephanie is bringing in a board and it has nothing to do with you okay fan but and you could add insight maybe you have some ideas of how we can because this is just having a table conversation Mm-hmm. Um, is if I'm a mom, my kid is using drugs. I know it. We've been past the intervention stage. Um, and I have friends. Okay. And I've lost, I have friends that have lost kids. Okay. Sadly, um, you don't coach 28 years and not lose a few kids. Sadly, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, 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 it's heart wrenching. So, Stephanie, you could ask, you you know, you've tried it in the other branch of the tree. Something to do with you, Fayanne. I love what you're doing. But Stephanie, let's talk about that branch of like we need a, of connecting a service like your sister to the child or the family. Because in this county, it's months. And I could bring on people that are co-hosts that have needed help and they just didn't get it so what do we got to do to fix that let's let's make let's be creative to fix that stephanie what have you first been doing? of all the difference between what what i want now listening to to what the, the speak and like hopefully she said within next year so that's a good goal it's not unrealistic it's a really good opening it, it's a great thing for everybody to engage in i am talking about the past has really really failed us um even even today um we don't get the, the quite the right information we don't get people to answer the phone the other day i was given the wrong access line number which was kind of scary because it actually directed me into somebody's voicemail that worked for the mental health there um i think our school education has completely has completely annihilated us a year and a half ago um our supervisor maldonado i don't mind saying it um she was going to she was going to be putting the narcan dispensaries all around santa barbara high never nothing's ever been done we've never had one speaker go in there they're doing nothing this may at all because i spoke to the district at, like, about the mental health they in fact they didn't even know it that it was mm. mental health awareness so now that what they're going to do is give everybody like a band to wear around and that's it well, I, I so think, that's very just hmm? oh thank you so much stephanie i just what i wanted to what i i don't know for some reason i've been wanting to sort of connect in with what with what um um uh yeah the the past has has 
has been has failed us, but people are waking up and there's a lot more going on and, and we have a lot in place and we're moving forward. And I was thinking about the story that Dominique told and how she talked about the cold wind and how it was like made us pull tighter. But then all of a sudden the warm sun made us sort of, you know, made, made, had us let go of the jacket and sort of relax into it. And I think I'm feeling about what I'm thinking about is relationship and how what I think is pretty wonderful is, is this, this, this um, intention for relationship that Fayanne is talking about, going in and building and talking and helping feel, people feel comfortable about this because this is a crisis and it's really scary. And the more we focus on the scary, the more scared we're going to get. But the more we focus on the connection and the listening and the you know relating with each other, the more we can relax a little bit and let this you know let let things in. Well, I I personally think that. Um, from my experience, I think that kids need to be let go of being so afraid. It, it, it mind boggles me how much they have to be afraid of and all these kinds of different things. But I also, I understand the patience and the waiting. But when you jump up 3,000% in fentanyl deaths in Santa Barbara. 300. 300. 300. 300. 300. Well, yeah, and, and it's, and it's no, really that, scary. No, it's not scary. It's it's murder. It's child abuse for people to allow this to continue at our schools. And I just I understand the, the slow and you know, but we don't have time for slowness. I mean, I'm welcome anything that we can do that's moving forward. But I just don't see a lot of collaboration. Don, Don Samuels, you're in the house. You've suffered a loss. Your son OD'd on fentanyl over Christmas. Mm. What, what do you say? Um, well, I came in a little late to the discussion here. And um, one thing I was just at the local coffee shop this morning talking with some people. One of them still at the school district. The other one has recently left. And um, attention mm. is the the hardest thing for them to garner now like um not the attention as in the care and and thought that we give to young people but with devices first and then the pandemic second there's just you know they cannot get students attention back and uh that's a huge that's a huge huge problem and it was always an issue, but now it's just been exacerbated by the, by these things. How do you keep a connection? And that's that's one of the biggest frustrations I had about my son that uh, died because of fentanyl poisoning was that for so many years, I it, it was like I was on the other side of a river and I can't get over there to connect with him. And um, it's been hard to even access grief just trying to get through this frustration about not being able to reestablish the connection like I have with my other three kids. You know something, let's leave it there. That is brilliant. And I want to get right back to that after these messages.
and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. All right. Hi, it's Adele. Thanks for having me. And we were talking before the show about anger versus depression and how I, as a therapist, really prefer people to come in angry, upset. They have a lot of energy. There's something to work with. There's some passion versus somebody that comes in depressed. They can't move. They kind of sit there. Sometimes they fall asleep. It's the worst thing in the world. So I think this anger is actually if you can transform it into some sort of positive flow, like my sister Stephanie has been doing over and over, trying to get that energy, that anger and putting it towards something positive. I think that's really, really valuable and really helpful. And we can't give up no matter what's happened in the past. We have to keep moving forward. And I do like the whole idea about connection and being kind and being like trying to think positively. And let's not view anger as our enemy. Anger is is powerful and we need to be angry about this. And, you know, we need to not have it hurt us or harm us in any way or harm society, but we need to figure out a way to channel it. And I think my sister's meandering back and forth and doing a beautiful job of this. So yay for anger. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm much rather have that than depression. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, ener- it's energy. It's energy, right? It's passion for something and it's energy. It's fire. Yeah, it makes me um, think of what I've heard in the past that um, actually depression is anger turned inward where Absolutely. we don't know what to do with our anger and we mm-hmm. and, and it goes inward where we're maybe self-blame or or caught in cycles of loops in our mind of thoughts that are that are not kind to ourselves or to anybody else and so i think that especially to ourselves right yeah with depression right and uh, if i can say don your comment about the connectivity and attention and that it's even hard to access a grief i think that um uh Fayan, when you have the opportunity to work with students and so forth, part of what we discuss in Teen Sports Radio is just the complexity of the emotional nature that our teens are going through now that we as parents didn't have to experience. There's such a demand on their attention with devices and news and global understanding of global issues, world events. It's amazing, but what Don cultivates and some of the things that Don shares with us is that quiet time in nature about a chance to connect with yourself and connect with others. Well done. Don, you want to want to? Yeah, well, what what she was just coming on reminded me, it's like we only have, uh, the brain only has so much time each day that it can really bore down and concentrate on something and it and you know that's i think that's one of maybe the most distracting things about TikTok is like if you feel like oh i don't have to get up yet let me just pick up the phone and then you get sucked down the rabbit hole it's like it, it you get you go 12 different places within five minutes and it just completely destroys your concentration maybe for the day i mean it really does have an effect on the mind and i've i've read stuff to support that and i've experienced it enough times to where i dumped that app 
But no, Dominique, Dominique and I had a conversation this morning and she's like, well, Erica, that is quite a leap. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because the way my brain was connecting the dots, there's from way over here to way over here. She goes, you have to think about what you're saying because somebody, how did you put it? And I, well, it stopped. And at first I was mad. At first I was like, wait, this stop the truck here okay <laughs> but then he went away and i was drinking my coffee because i have a problem with owning my stuff and i'm like oh my god she's right you know it was a, i gotta be careful because then i'm now getting it's almost programming and i don't want to do and i'm even i don't do tiktok i don't do any of that stuff but i do pick up stuff and I'm connecting left with right. Dominique, how, what did I do? I don't even remember that. So I highly recommend any high school student, if you see the chance to take a logic class, please do so. The logic class will help you with so many things, including the advancements of AI and so forth, and understanding so many world events. But what you learn in the logic class is, you have to be able to walk from A to B to C to D. And the part of the problem with TikTok is you're getting all these emotional hits everywhere. And our brain is constantly trying to integrate and connect, but they're not necessarily integrated and connection. So the anger that you might have at this event over here may not have anything to do with the homelessness on State Street. And yet, you get these word mishmash of emotional hits, and then you're expected to integrate all this information. And so in our conversation, I just said, well, wait a second, your anger at a, uh, the way a sports person acted over here does not connect to how we deal with homelessness on State Street. There is not a, con a connection. So that's what a logic class helps to teach, is that it helps you see there's fallacies and arguments, there's a way to properly present ideas that are very clear so we can come to solutions. And that's what we want for our kids in our community. We want to come to solutions. So yeah, I have we, a question. We, this is sure. Christine. I wanted to ask Fan. So we're all older people <laughs> and our brains work in our brains ways. And that, but how is it like, is there something that you see in terms of reflect, uh, technology and getting lost down the rabbit hole or anything like that, that that's, I mean, how does that relate? Can, can you relate to the conversation as we talk about it? Is there a different way that the youth talk about it? I, what I've noticed, I believe, um, a large part of why teens are even sucked into technology, everyone's on there. It seems like a social aspect, but in really, in reality, it's drawing everyone away from each other because you're just sitting on your phone all the time, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. But I see it as, somewhat of an outlet because kids don't know how to have that discussion of I need help or um, I I am feeling this way and but I don't know how to address it at all within my communication and you know there are out outlets out there on tech like technical technological platforms that give this advice and whatnot. And p some students look into that, but in reality, they really buried that down and just rather look at the fun videos or whatever they're interested in. Mm -hmm. And I think that really um, buries those internal feelings of stress, anger, sadness, anxiety, anything. 
Um, but with like we've all touched on that short attention span, people start to get anxious because they're not watching something new. And I, I agree. I see that as a struggle and, um, why I'm just hopeful for our future with even the programming we have in place is to really, um, dig up those depressed, um, depressed feelings of struggle and, um, to bring more awareness to that conversation. And to, to help people share or to find ways to, to where, where, where to know how to reach out or, you know, to learn about oh, that. Mm-hmm. Also, 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 you know, uh, besides externally taking drugs to calm the noise or to escape or whatever, uh, this, this Stanford neuroscientist, Andrew Huberman, my son put me onto his podcast. He's, he's saying that we're actively seeking, uh, all our feel good chemicals inside too. Like we're, we're, we want to experience, you know, what happens when we, uh, crush a bunch of dopamine or oxytocin or serotonin or you know cortisol cortisol is a big stimulant it's pretty negative but you know people people are really really seeking that dopamine thing so i think that you know a kid may just want to assuage their anxiety for Got it. an older for an older person they might they might just get completely carried off, you know, focusing their intention on things that Got need it. to get done. And they just might be drowning in a dopamine, big dopamine bath. Hey, Don, we got to go. <laughs> so you're not looking at me. I got you. I got you. Let's take a break. We got a shorty right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Stephanie Forrester, the community activist. And this was a great program that we had today. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing different views and doing moving forward and um, keeping um, the positivity moving up and also keeping some action plans that are going to get in place and um it's really nice to have a younger team on here it's very nice meeting you and really looking to forward to seeing what we've got next nice dominique Faye and oh my gosh we're so excited we're looking for feedback because us as parents want to know what our kids need and we don't want to assume that our kids need what we think that they need we want to see them and validate them and hear what we can do to help. Nice. Mm. Adele. Hi, so glad to be part of this conversation and so excited that we're getting youth involved. These kids nowadays are so tuned in and so aware and so smart and really giving them a place to have a voice and really listening to what they have to offer ideas that they have is so important. And I really really love that idea so 
good luck. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you, Faye Ann, for coming on. Thank you, Stephanie and Adele and, and Don for all of your information. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing connection, seeing those branches go out, seeing the connections, the flowering that can happen, you know, the, 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 the relationships that can be built. And it sounds like there are a lot of really good things in place. And I think that's where things are. Well, that's, you know, I, I can't remember who else was talking about it was an addiction and we were talking about relationship that, 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 that's the thing, you know, I think maybe um, others have spoken about that. And that when we create relationship, we offer an, a different opportunity. Great. You know what I, what I don't, I want to try to encourage is groups, small groups, maybe bigger groups, larger groups, because it's that energy, that vibration that a human being has towards another human being. I don't really want to see platforms, AI platforms. It's kind of like serve yourself, help yourself. I would really like to see, I, I, I need help once. And then at the end of the day, I got that help immediately in an appointment immediately through my insurance company. I didn't have to wait months. I didn't have to wait weeks. And I got a phone. I got somebody to pick up. I got to talk to a human being. You got a human. A human. We need humans, people. Okay. Connect, connect, connect. Parents have conversations with your kids this week. God bless you all. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a bush of with no breaks I